Ladies and gentlemen, fourth and trollers, welcome back to Fourth and Troll Fantasy, the most entertaining fantasy football podcast on the planet. My name is Noah Selby. And I'm Wes Selby. And we have got a lovely show for you guys today. We're going to have some fun just chatting it up, you guys. It's going to be a fun, casual episode today. No numbers, no stats, no nothing. We're just going <laughs> to, we want to, we want to, we want to be in your living room and just be with you and talk and, 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 yeah. and share and listen. So we've got a fun episode for you guys today. Uh, it's no surprise. Our episodes come out on Tuesdays, and then when we are in the season full swing, we have Tuesday and Friday episodes. But we are recording today on Monday, Memorial Day. So we just want to take a moment to honor and recognize anyone who has served in the military, anyone who has uh, any fallen uh, brothers or sisters in arms who are uh, anyone maybe thinking about today uh, and and having a a special weight on their heart today for those people. We want to honor that and and recognize and just – say how grateful we are for the service that we've been given and the country that we're in. And so we want to say thank you and, and, and honor anyone who is thinking of anybody uh, and anyone who has fallen today and uh, anyone who has fallen in the active service in the line of duty. Uh, we want to say thank you and, and honor that today. And now that we've done that, we want to go ahead and just jump into, we got it. Like I said, we got it. We got an awesome show for you guys today. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to hang out. It's going to be a good time. Wes, I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah. Uh, real quick, I, I want to share with the trollers what you and I did over the week before our from last episode with um, a, a yeah. recent fantasy football redraft that we actually did. Um, a 32-team league. So that's – you heard that correctly, by the way, guys. <laughs> it says, 32-man. Wow. It took like an hour to get through two <laughs> rounds. I yeah, I it hated it insane. for a while. It yeah, was it dumb. was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, we I I found this league through Reddit of all places, um, and it was you know we want to launch a thirty-two man league, and I said, well, let me go into this with Wes so we can just be absolutely mind boggled at whatever happens here. Uh, I had the 102, yeah. which was terrifying because I had no idea what to do with it, actually. I didn't know if the rest of the entire first round and then get back to me 60 picks later and there's Kyle Trask available at quarterback. Like, I didn't know <laughs> what to do there. Um, but I, I sent it and I went and I, and I said, you know what? I'm going Cooper Cup. I'm going my top wide receiver. Taking him. Let's do this. You are a man and, of your uh, word. And it unfolded, and it unfolded pretty crazily. The, the The roster lineup on this and setup on this is a quarterback, a running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex, and then an IDP, an individual defensive player, in this lineup. So it's just a what is that? I think it's just a seven man lineup. Yeah, um, one running back but, for starting, just so they know that you heard yeah, that correctly. Just one. Only one. Yeah. I yeah, would just one. So too many people. That's all. That's just yeah, it's crazy. Ridiculous. It's going to be a fun one and done experience for us. I'm pretty sure. Oh I'm pretty gosh. sure we'll never do it again, but it's pretty crazy. And it's, it's, so it's pretty fun. I'm excited to see how it pans out. It'll be, it'll be a very interesting way of documenting our, um, uh, uh, mental health throughout the season. As it deteriorates <laughs> right. Because of this league. It's uh-huh. yeah. 
Yeah, and just research too for the trollers too. Anyone's like, really? I like redraft, but I'm exclusive to 32 plus team leagues, so I don't know if a fourth and yeah. for me. <laughs> now it is. Now we're here. Yeah, there you go. Golly. Gotcha. Um, yeah, absolutely insane. But man, that was—I totally forgot that happened. I think I tried to block it out. Honestly, it's I think trauma I tried to now. Block out that it, yeah, <laughs> I think I tried to it, block out that it happened. Wiped it from your memory. It's just gone. But yeah, like I said, we've got a really fun casual show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about superstars that were injured last year, and uh, and who we think is going to bounce back from an injury, what fantasy implications we think that injury is going to do to other players on that team that we think for fantasy, uh, that are fantasy relevant, you know, those sort of things. Um, so, yeah, we're just excited to have this show. It's going to be fun. Before we jump into it, go ahead and follow our socials down on the bottom there. Like, subscribe, go ahead and uh, comment. And uh, speaking of comments, Wes, actually, before we jump into some news because we have news i can't believe i'm saying this but some of the trollers want to see you shirtless dude and uh so i i think i think that shirt's got to come off dude i don't know i don't know yeah i you know i'll I'll do it for the news segment for this news segment because we got for the real news news, baby (laughs) there's real news segment yeah you ready i'm gonna step back a little bit here so you can see the whole experience. Are you gonna, are you gonna, oh, wow. This is incredible. Yeah? You like the view, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go, baby! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I, I, think we, I don't think we can monetize this anymore. What are you talking know, about? Uh, Come on! <laughs> <laughs> let's go! Look, we just want you to know that we listen. You put the comments. We said subscribe if you want to see West shirtless. We got subscribers. I'm putting myself out here because we want fourth and troll to be a success. So let's jump into the new segment, baby. (laughs) You're loving this? Yeah, this This is is great. a lot. Okay. So, uh, yeah, how do you think I feel? All right. So let's jump into the new segment here. I think, as Noah previously mentioned, we record Monday nights uh, that bright and early for those of you that are on the East Coast as well because Noah are on the West Coast. You've got your episode for fourth and troll. Ready to go bright and early, 6 a.m. Well, I think like a couple hours after we uploaded, we found out that Austin Eckler will be staying with the Los Angeles Chargers. And that is most likely what I think a a good number of people suspected. There was still speculation with how he was trying to navigate the situation. What it does for me, we'll talk a little bit about it. Not too long because I want to put my shirt back on. Um, Joshua Kelly, I think his, his... it changes, but I'm still very willing to draft him because they probably want him. If they don't intend to yeah. get someone next year, they probably want to say, Joshua Kelly, let's see what we got in you because we thought we were going to have you as the starter next season. His yeah. his ADP is going to drop, Joshua Kelly's, and I think that is a good opportunity to take a chance, maybe have a Tony Pollard-like situation from last season. How do you feel about Kelly going forward? Yeah, I just one. I think this this move is great for fantasy football. I think Austin Eckler being on the Chargers, where he is used well, where they are one of the few teams that will use him the way that fantasy football managers want him to be used. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's you know it's what I was hoping would happen. Um, and I think they came to a, a, a common ground. They put some they put some incentives into his contract for this year, so he could you know if he hit those incentives, make a little more money. 
obviously that's what he was, you know, hoping for was it was it was a financial situation and a contract situation, stuff like that. So I'm excited about it. I'm a big Joshua Kelly truther because Austin Eckler at some point has to go away. Yep. And we've seen Joshua Kelly play a role behind him, whether it just be five, six, seven, eight carries a game, whatever it was. He looks good. And I'm glad that his ADP is going to drop because that means, you know, for some reason, you know, God forbid there's an injury to Austin Eckler, then, you know, he's going to step into a role here. But then also I don't think it's going to just be Austin Eckler gets 90% of the snaps. I I do think that there's going to be a legitimate role for Joshua Kelly. Maybe it's a a 65-35 split, whatever it is. I think Joshua Kelly will get some – show some flashes this year, and I think he'll be someone – we're talking about a lot more next offseason than we are this season, but that's why you and I, Wes, on 4th and Troll Fantasy are talking about him this offseason because he that's is somebody right. that we need to talk about. So Yeah, yeah. and with I'm, Kellen I'm Moore. I'm excited that Eckler's staying in the Chargers. Yeah, with yeah. Kellen Moore as the new OC, there's a chance that he just uses Tony Pollard-like talent with Joshua Kelly, who has that. So that's with Eckler. Also, uh, guess what happened on Friday? DeAndre Hopkins was released, not traded just released he's a free agent he can go wherever he wants one quick question for you because i know we're going to talk about some of the cardinals players in this uh episode today yeah is there really a particular team that if deandre hopkins goes to you it devalues his potential or are you still just excited because d hop is nuke yeah, I was gonna. I was actually gonna ask you the same thing. I was gonna ask oh. if you had a dream landing spot. So we'll go on different opposite. We'll go on opposite ends of the spectrum here. I of the teams I've heard brought up, I think, I think his fantasy value would drop the most if he went to Buffalo. Obviously, because he yep. is just there with Stefan Diggs. Like it's it's. If that's is that the best NFL move for DeAndre Hopkins and NFL football exciting football lovers, probably. Yeah. Uh, but also, I mean, he could go to the Chiefs. That would be really exciting and absurd. Uh, I mean, for fantasy value, and I doubt that he goes there now because it's not a trade situation. So he's deciding where he wants to go. And dude, if he went to the Patriots, I'm like, dude. DeAndre Hopkins might be wide receiver one. Like, dude, like my goodness, that would be unbelievable. So it just, it's going to be very, I think DeAndre Hopkins buzz is going to be something we're talking about a lot every day until it happens. I I totally agree. I think Kansas City right now, one of the top, top teams is probably the ideal landing spot because we know what Mahomes can do with anybody. And so to have a true replacement for Tyree Kill as a wide receiver, that would be phenomenal. I, I will I will put myself on record in just the most ridiculous, ridiculous statement. If DeAndre Hopkins goes to New England, there's a chance Mac Jones is worth starting as a fantasy player in quarterback. Dude, Legit it's, it's the Kirk chance. Cousins argument from last year. Yes, it it's is. It's the Kirk Cousins argument from last year. Yep. I, it would be insane. Anyway, last one. This is also wild. I feel like the news is made yeah. up for the last two weeks of being pretty stale. Yeah, Check this out. Has. Jimmy Garoppolo had surgery on his left foot and his recovery time is unknown. However, this wasn't just a surgery. Reports say that Garoppolo failed his physical back in March and it and he could lose his entire contract with the Raiders, meaning yeah. they could potentially move on 
from him before the season even starts. I mean, imagine the rumors from that, but that also could change for me if Devontae Adams is really a first-round wide receiver. Who knows what this does? Forget the rest of the wide receiver core in Vegas. I mean, if it's not Garoppolo, not that Garoppolo is the, you know, the hero, but wow, that's crazy. I mean, they could have a they could have yeah. a, a backup starting. Brian Hoyer could be the starting quarterback for the crazy Raiders. News. Yeah. Crazy news that is just something we're gonna have to monitor. If he goes back and passes a physical before the start of the season, he can play. But like it's it, we just don't know what's gonna happen. I'm hearing the rumors heat up of Trey Lance to the Raiders, which would be kind of crazy if Trey Lance is who we hope and think he can be, which we yeah. don't know for sure, but um, that would be pretty nuts. Uh, yeah, just kind of – like, what What are we doing here? Imagine What's, imagine Brady. This is just very strange. Well, that was what worried me when it was like, <laughs> oh, he's, he's part of the ownership group. Ooh, this is interesting. I will say, Wes, in that 32-man league, um, there were some people who weren't fortunate enough to get starting quarterbacks – uh, uh-huh. And so uh, when I um, saw that DeAndre Hopkins got released and Marquise Brown was going to be the wide receiver one in Arizona, yeah, I traded Jimmy Garoppolo and Chase Claypool to the guy who had Marquise Brown and got Marquise Brown from him. So I got Cooper Cup, Michael Thomas, and Marquise Brown there in the starting lineup. So uh, so I'm excited. Dumb. Anyway. That's yeah. it for the that, news. It just shows you the value of a quarterback in a 32-man league. Yeah, Wes, put that shirt back on. Golly. That's it for the news. Who knows if we get more comments. We'll have to wait and see. We don't know. <laughs> um, but listen, let's jump into it. There's been a lot of notable superstars from around the league who were injured last season, and they don't always bounce back, whether that's age, whether that's just the type of injury, whether that's whenever the time came that it happened, you know, whether it was just the next man up did too well. You know, we talk about Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. You know, that was the exact situation there. You know, Alex Smith lost his job in San Francisco because Colin Kaepernick came in and played really well. Some of them we think are going to bounce back. Some of them we don't think are going to be really all that good. So we're just going to jump into them here and talk to talk about them. And, and let's jump in. Let's start here in where I'm located, Arizona, West, and talk about Kyler Murray. So Kyler was having... Fairly decent fantasy season, not as great as everyone hoped it would be. He was making his wide receivers have very good fantasy seasons whenever they were playing. You know, DeAndre Hopkins came in after week six, immediately picked up and was a wide receiver one in lineups. Marquise Brown was a wide receiver one in lineups those first six weeks before he got hurt, you know. But Kyler tears his ACL in week 14. And he's out for the rest of the season. And while it didn't necessarily, you know, demean like diminish the targets that, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was getting after, you know, Colt McCoy came in and David Blau came in, it wasn't the same. So what do we think? So with Kyler coming back from the injury, timeline kind of unknown. We don't really know if he's going to play week one. We don't really know if he's going to play at all. Like, they could be in just a season of rebuild. They they potentially might have t- the top two picks in the draft next year. Like, what do we think about Kyler? I know you're you're pretty out on Kyler as far as being a fantasy starter goes, but just with this injury, is there anything that 
extra that you're, you know, considering or thinking when it comes to the, the, the fantasy season this year? Anything extra, I think, is just the point that it's an ACL tear and what makes Kyler Murray a valuable asset in fantasy is, are his legs. So when you have someone recovering from a non-contact injury, they are more skittish and they are more sheepish in running. And that's understandable and that's fine. It takes a certain kind of rehab, both physical and mental, to be able to make those kinds of cuts. Uh, people joke about him like when he when he runs, you know, he runs like a toddler who's stolen a toy. Like he's just yeah. but here's the thing. He dances around a lot. He's very agile. He's 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 a baseball player. He was drafted. Yeah. <laughs> to play baseball. Yeah. That that adds to the concern even more for me, which is also why I had him out of my top ten. I think there's still potential. But then you throw in no D hop and it's like how much do you believe in Marquise Brown? Actually, who's another player that was injured last year? No, I mean, I mean, does Marquise Brown just now the best wide receiver in fantasy that you can get in like the fifth round? I mean, how? I mean, how good is this? To be honest, he might be. It's it's Marquise Brown was unbelievable with being the and being the wide receiver one in Arizona for the first six weeks last year. He, had, he was averaging like 18 points a game. He was the wide receiver five through the first six weeks. He was getting like over 10 targets a game. Like he was out to play. And, and, and while that was with Kyler Murray, and we don't know the timeline return on Kyler, I, I'm like, I'm in, obviously I just said, I traded for Marquise Brown. I sent offers in dynasty leagues that I'm in. Like I, as soon as that news dropped, I was like, how do I get my hands on Marquise Brown? Because if he and Kyler are paired up together, here's here's the thing. And the injury to Kyler is what's going to hinder this a little bit for me. And we're just going to have to see if Colt McCoy ends up being the starter. If they if they start the rookie uh, Colton Toon or what a Toon, I think it was his last name. Here's Here's the consideration I have just in addition to the stats I gave him weeks one through six last year. He's got the best friend syndrome. Him and <laughs> Kyler Murray are buds. We talk about Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford getting eating breakfast together. Kyler and Marquise Brown played college ball together. These dudes are like best friends. They are they are best friends. And now they're playing in the NFL together. I think I I, I think I'm more optimistic on Kyler returning at some point earlier in the season than later. Um, timelines have been not very clear, but it sounds like he is progressing well and is ahead of schedule in his rehab on his ACL. Um, but I think I'm, I think I'm pretty in on Marquise. I think I'm, I think I'm, you know, if you are going to wait on quarterback and you want to go and you want to go to a, and then, uh, and and maybe if Kyler's ADP is falling because of the injury, if he's you know available to grab him later rounds, and you want to stack it up there and just see, um, I think you're I think you're able to. And so I think I don't know. This is a very interesting and, and like there's <laughs> other considerations of this Kyler Murray injury as well, which is you know James Connor is James Connor just going to be a freaking animal of a running back in fantasy because he's going to be getting all the looks and touches and he's going to get the dump off passes. And he's like, 
Keontae Ingram is the backup there. Like, there's not – no one's competing. Like, okay, sure, James Conner might only play 13 or 14 games this year. Cool. Like, like dude was a, a beast coming back at the end of the year. So, that's a – Arizona's a very, very interesting team to monitor as far as will Kyler Murray return on time – and what does that look like for literally all the other skill players? What does it look like for Zach Ertz? What does it look like for Trey McBride? Like, Colt McCoy's fine. Also, real quick, Colt McCoy is old, dude. I didn't know Colt McCoy was this old. Colt How McCoy's old is like he? 38. I know. You're like, Colt McCoy's like almost like Roger's age. And like, what? Like, what? I know. You think what? about Colt McCoy and you're like, dude, you were just on, you were just a Longhorn like yeah, four years just ago. Like, what are you talking UT. about? I know. Hook him he's horns. Like 38. I know he's like 38 years old. I didn't know that till very recently. And I was like, I was like, this is wrong. Like, why is this a what thing? Um, which just makes me wonder, was he like a third year senior at UT when he was, was he like, did he come out of the, did he come out of UT at like 27 years old or something? Yeah. I just, whatever <laughs> it may be, but um, Arizona is going to be a fun team to monitor. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, somebody, Maybe not as fun to monitor or look at or talk about or think about mm. or um, spend any time uh, and energy on is Kyle Pitts. Because I wanna I wanna point out he was receiving passes until week eleven from like the worst quarterback play I've seen in a very long time in Marcus Mariota. <laughs> like Mariota was terrible. Guys, we all watched that that um, Monday night game. Oh, the one of, where he's like Carolina, yeah, Carolina and yeah. Atlanta. Just we all watched that game. That was awful. But I just think I've been hurt too many times by Kyle Pitts to be back in again. I just, I just. Yeah. The most athletic tight end prospect ever. And we still haven't gotten and and, and maybe and I think a handful of it is coaching. I don't think much of it is attributed to Kyle Pitts. Like it's like Arthur Smith, you've invested three years in a row now getting superstars on your offense, and three years in a row you haven't really focused on getting the ball to them. Now we believe you will with Bijan Robinson, but it's like Come on! Like, what are we doing here? So, yeah, I, I think I'm. I think I'm out on Kyle Pitts till he. You said something last year, which was Kyle Pitts will have his first good week on my bench, and I think Kyle Pitts will have his first good season not on my team because I, I until he shows me, I don't think I'm in. If that's what it takes, if it takes that kind of trickery to get Pitts to succeed, then fine. It's yeah, it's annoying too because I'm sure we heard it last year too. In the offseason, I'm sure we're going to hear it again this offseason that Kyle Pitts is looking good. He looks like he's recovered from his ACL. It looks like that he's going to be the Kyle Pitts that we know was drafted fourth overall. And 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 I've heard it. I heard it last year. And then the rookie season was pretty good. He had a thousand yards rookie season, but he had no no touchdowns. I, I'm the injury doesn't even affect me. I'm still just so burnt by him that the injury yeah. only makes it even harder for me to even want him at all. Yeah, I forgot this yeah. was the injury episode. I just was focused on being You're just bragging about, about how... Yeah. yeah just, You're just ranting about it. I was just not about happy it. about Kyle Pitts. Dude, we're just... Had, he, 
Meanwhile, he tore his ACL week 11, guys. He tore his ACL. Yeah. Golly. I think people are optimistic he'll be back. The the, the team has said he'll be back. One thing I do want to look at, and it's just a small little piece, but when free agency opened, do you remember like one of the first... Like what, when the offseason really started, one of the, like the first moves that happened that was like, well, that's weird. Is the Falcons traded for Jonu Smith. Yes. Oh my gosh. I totally like it was forgot. Like, it was like, this is weird because like they're kind of like, obviously Kyle Pitts is a lot more athletic, but like they play the same kind of football. Like Jonu Smith isn't like a blocking guy. Like he's a receiving tight end. And so I'm like, Maybe they're just hope they're I think they're being a little less optimistic than everybody else. Maybe then they may just be doing it subconsciously, but it's like, yeah, you guys went out and got somebody that can play the scheme that he does. So Yeah. Sneaky ad there at the end of your drafts if you're like, hey, maybe Kyle Pitts doesn't start week one, or maybe he's gonna re- get it re-injured or he's not ready yet. Hey, Jonu Smith, we've seen him have a breakout season. Maybe they just hate one. him. Yeah, maybe they just, just hate, hate him Kyle in Pitts. Atlanta. That's that's a possibility. Yeah, that is a possibility for sure. But Kyle Pitts is somebody that even injury injury aside, you and I both, Wes, are just, nope, we're done. We're, Forget about we're, it. Pr- prove it to me first, and then we'll talk later. Um, <laughs> somebody got hurt not in the fantasy football regular season and was somebody that won a lot of people championships last year was Tony Pollard. And then in the NFL playoffs was when we saw him uh, break his leg against the 49ers late in the game. Bummer, bummer of a really, really bummed because a lot of us were so, so excited. I'm not too worried with it not being a ligament injury or a tendon injury. I'm not too worried about the injury itself affecting Tony Pollard in the future. I mean, I don't know if that's where you're at as well. I think I'm excited about Tony Pollard. So the injury doesn't really come to mind when I'm thinking about what is fantasy going to be like next year with Tony Pollard and the Cowboys offense. I feel the same. This It's unfortunate that it's a fibula fracture to be specific, just because that obviously is painful and the recovery is a little different, but it's not the injury does not bother me. I think most people even forgot that happened. And I think that makes yeah. it easy for us to believe that he is still a top 10 potential running back. Uh, the only thing that a lot of non-Cowboys fans would say about Tony Pollard is, does he have the durability that Ezekiel Elliott had? And that was kind of the knock right. people were trying to throw on him. So that's something that we kind of witnessed uh, may, maybe in the playoff game against the Niners that's just something to keep in mind, but I think it's still mm-hmm. totally worth taking Tony Pollard as, you know, I don't know. He could be your top running back on your team. I don't know. But I, I mean, aside yeah. point being the injury that happened in the playoff game does not bother me. We can draft him, see what happens. Maybe he's the future of Dallas. Who knows? Yeah. And, and injury aside on this, I do think another running back emerges and gets some work in this offense. Whether they re-sign Ezekiel Elliott, whether it's Robert uh, Jones, 
Is that that? That's his name, right? Ronald. Ronald. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Oh, that yeah. Is, yeah. That goes to show you. Um, Ronald. Whether it's Ronald Jones, whether it's uh, I believe Malik Davis was yep. the was the backup last year who I we saw him get work and he was like incredible and I <laughs> did great. I tweeted, "Oh look, Jerry Jones, another backup who's better than Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> can we move on here? Like, can we get something going here?" Um, and so I, I think somebody emerges, but I do think Tony Pollard is is obviously the guy, and I've got him as a top 10 running back this year, so I'm not too worried. All right, let's move to the NFC West here because Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford both at the end of the year were dealing with injuries, and that was kind of the dynamic duo on that team. Those were the two guys that were making things happen on that offense until Cam Akers had to step in and do things, apparently. Um but Cooper Cup, obviously I've talked about him. He is my wide receiver one this year. I believe fully that he bounces back. He comes back in, and he is just the man. And from reports that I'm hearing, Matthew Stafford's doing a lot better in training camp. I know there are some reports that maybe he was considering retirement. He was looking into things. I think he's running it back here. I think both of them are running it back. And uh, and I'm excited about Cooper Cup. And Stafford maybe not so much as far as a fantasy option, but – I think Cooper Cup is going to be supported as a top fantasy receiver this year. My wide receiver one, Wes, I think you and I are semi in agreement as far as him bouncing back. Oh, yeah. I think it's it's much easier to believe Cooper Cup will return to form from 2021 uh, than Matthew Stafford will. And it's also just feels like one last hurrah. Feels like maybe they write off in the sunset. I don't know yeah. if it's like Super Bowl. I'm just saying, like, I think they'll have that good chemistry again. I feel like Matthew Stafford bouncing off this, coming back from this injury, which was a spinal cord bruise. Oh, he's 35 Ow. years old, by the way. So this isn't just, you know, like, oh, it's just not working out for him. Like, this is this is kind of it for Stafford. Hall of Fame career, one of the best in this last modern generation. I think for fantasy, he's going to be a really good backup quarterback for your team based on particular matchups. If you've got, maybe you don't get the top five quarterbacks, but you want someone else to help that you, you know, maybe Trevor Lawrence has a couple bad games, you know, and you just want to th throw him in because, you know, Cup's going to get a few touchdowns. Wonderful. You got a bye week. Stafford's an excellent, excellent addition for a bye week. I don't know if I want Stafford as my only quarterback, my starter for the season. That doesn't feel like a championship material, especially after yeah. that kind of an injury, considered retirement. So Stafford, I, I'm not attracted to quite like uh, we are, and especially you are with Cooper Cup. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to have him on my team if, it, if, if I need to, you know? Yeah, if the need is there, I'll take him for sure. Yeah, also in the NFC West here, another quarterback we're going to talk about is Brock Purdy because – Man, the Cinderella story almost just pulled through. And yeah. uh, NFC Championship tears his UCL. Oh, uh, I was about to try and I, because I've heard it a few times before, I was about to try and say it. Oh, it's something uh, onular oh, collateral oh, ligament. Can, I think it's close to that. Yeah. I think it's close to fact UCL. <laughs> <laughs> right, probably. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. Yeah. You're very astute. <laughs> yeah, it's cl it's close to UCL, I think. Um, but listen, Brock Purdy, obviously rookie last year, only 23 years old. Uh, I've heard this injury is pretty common as far as like 
uh, like like baseball players and stuff like that goes. Uh, and so I think we'll be fine. I don't know if we'll be fine to start the season. I I don't know how I feel about, you know, just this 49ers offense. <laughs> There's too many cooks in Kyle Shanahan's kitchen. It's just, I don't know what this means. I think it means good things maybe for, for George Kittle if we want to go off the sample size we saw in like nine games that that he is his favorite target or but but like if it's not Brock Purdy it's Sam Darnold so I really don't know what the implications of this injury being just to bounce back from are so I, I, I'm not entirely sure I think it's tricky to take Brock Purdy in a redraft I think because at least right now until we hear more confirmation of what is going to happen because it is kind of on the it's on the line whether Purdy is going to be able to start week one or, or not. Kyle Shanahan has made it clear that he intends to start Brock Purdy week one, but he also made it clear that for Brock Purdy to be able to start week one, Brock Purdy needs to be ready before week one. He can't be like, all right, the cast comes off. Yeah. Game time in 30 minutes. Like it ha he needs to have recovered in advance, like maybe before preseason. So we need to really monitor what happens. I know that for you, it's the too many cooks in Kyle Shanahan's kitchen. I want the quarterback of that roster. So if it's if it's Purdy, great. If it's Darnold, awesome. If Trey Lance is still there, sure. I mean, maybe. I don't sure. know. If, may, maybe for Trey Lance. It just depends. That one depends, actually. But with Purdy and Darnold, it's like... <laughs> All those offensive weapons, yeah, I want sure they're gonna get a touchdown every three minutes. I'm so it's not so much yeah. about Purdy for me, it's whoever the Niners quarterback is, I'm likely going to take regardless. You're doing some research, yeah, I, like I can hear you. What, what you up to, Noah? What you what you fact checking for us? Oh, no, it is the onular collateral ligament. Oh, perfect. This was making sure. Making sure on that, yeah, good, nailed it. This is also a, uh, a an anatomy podcast. Stay tuned for hour yeah. three when we yeah. go through all the different <laughs> muscles in your arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so let's jump to a guy I know that you're excited about, Wes. I'm excited about him as well. Brees Hall, ACL tear, torn meniscus. Kind of just took everything out while he was at it. Mm. Um, only 22 years old, but he's coming back to play with Aaron Rodgers. I know you're in. Do you want is there is there more to say or add to just just how in you are? Just I'm actually going to quote you to back myself up on the Brees Hall idea that he's going to be elite this year. It's it takes a very special person to be able to recover from ACL and return back to that form, especially in the running back position, and that's Brees Hall. And especially when there's an offense that believes in him and wants to work around him and there's not really that kind of competition. And that makes me scared for uh, the next running back we're going to talk about. And that's Javonta Williams. Um, yeah, I am. Um, I'm out on Javante, which is so sad to say because I was in on rookie year Javante and I was so excited about year two, Javante. Yeah. And then obviously things happened. I know you were as well, Wes. You took him, I believe, as your wide as your RB one. Uh, I last I, year. I had him as 
finishing running back four on the season. I took him as my RB1 yeah. in every league. I was so, so excited. And he looked – his fantasy stats were great. His PPR value was excellent. I was thinking about how to describe why I feel this real concern. I think he done got DeAndre Swift did in Denver. Sean Payton yeah. came over and was <laughs> like, I didn't draft you. I got a whole thing I'm changing around. And he's talented, but gets injured a lot, just like Swift did and does. And then they go over and like, you know what, P. Ryan, you're going to get 17 touchdowns this season. Who knows if Williams even returns by week three or four. We don't know his timetable. But they got Samaj P. Yeah. Ryan. They don't have Melvin Gordon. Who cares? Like, it's just... I am worried. I'm really worried that Javante Williams is not going to be the lead back for an uncomfortable amount of this season. I love him. I just have to be honest. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And it's just it's been the it's been the timeline that's been reported gradually that is what worries me because the first things we hear are, Yeah, hey, he's good. He's gonna be back. He's gonna be back. He's ready. And then they signed Zamaji Piran pretty early in the free agency. And it's like, all right, we'll maybe just some depth there. And then like later we hear, like, well, we're 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 hoping he's back for week one. And then it was like, well, we're hoping he'll avoid the the pup list. And then it's like, well, well, it's just Zamaji Piran's gonna play the whole year. And so <laughs> right. and, and then it's like, well, we just we hate Javante Williams and we trade him. Well, so, or, or, or whatever. We framed we're, him we're for a crime, so point. now he's in prison. So Yeah, we <laughs> framed him for murder and now he can't play. So yeah, he murdered Russell Wilson's career. <laughs> no, he murdered a lot yeah. of careers in Denver. Russell Wilson did. Yikes. Yeah. No, definitely. Um out on Javante, sadly. So just to just to cap that one off. Um We'll do one more player here, and then we'll just kind of talk about actually an, like a whole offense, essentially, because there's a lot of players coming back from this the offense that are going to be injured. Yeah. But um, we've talked about Tua Tungavailoa a lot on this podcast already. Shocker. We're Dolphins fans. Also, shocker. He's fun to talk about for fantasy because it's it's going to be a fun – it's it's going to be a fun year for Tua <laughs> Tungavailoa, Okay. Obviously, he's dealing with some concussions. Grade one concussion in week four, misses three games. Grade three concussion in week 16, misses the rest of the season. You know, we, we've we been told that there's no reason to believe that he is currently more susceptible to another concussion than any other player in the league. I choose to believe that because I choose to believe uh, doctors that say things, which is funny because I was last year choosing to believe Twitter a lot when it came to his concussions. <laughs> so um, I've switched up a little bit and I've learned my lesson because I, you know, I learn, you know, mm-hmm. but doctors have said he is, he is no more, he he's no more at risk than anyone else. So he's coming back to play. He took the time to think about it. He talked to his family. He's ready to go. I'm excited because there's a quarterback throwing to a guy named Tyreek Hill and a guy named Jalen Waddle. And, what more can you want from that, right? I mean, again, just to repeat things that we've already mentioned in this podcast is that he's actually been, Tua has been studying martial arts. I always forget which one it is, if it's jujitsu or judo, but he's learning to fall. He's learning to fall. And that is even more confidence in, in his durability. And I know that the old adage is the best um, availability is availability. I forget the actual adage is best 
value is availability. The best ability. The best, abil- the best, best ability. Ability is availability. Is availability. That's why I need I need you, Noah. So I get I get it. I need you too, dude. And and we've also mentioned this too. If you really are ch- a little chicken about getting Tua, but you still want to draft him because you know that there's that six touchdown potential against the Ravens, awesome. And you know what he did for like the first half of the season? He was an MVP candidate. He was they were averaging thirty points a game. Great. I want that quarterback. I know that there's an injury risk. Get another backup. Go get Stafford. Go get Matthew Stafford as your backup to Tua Tagovailoa and go win a championship. We're good. We're good. Draft Tua. We're good. And end we're good of conversation. Tua. Yeah, we're good on Tua. Uh, and then the last one here. We're going to talk about the Ravens offense because everyone's hurt and everyone's going back from injury. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr., Rashad Bateman, and Lamar Jackson all did not finish the season. J.K. Dobbins was obviously injured in 2021, re-injured the same knee last year, missed eight games, returned in week 14, had a breakaway touchdown that I don't know if you remember this, Wes, but he literally looked like a video game character that was like just gotten injured because he looked like his right leg was very strong and ready to go, and his left leg was just like, okay, I'm keeping up. I Here do we not go. remember All that. All right, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> I'll try. I'll. I'll we'll, we might. We might link the play below, you guys. We might link the play in the bio or in the description. But it was just hysterical. Uh, but as far as J.K. Dobbins goes. I actually I I think I'm in on J.K. Dobbins as a as a decent fancy running back this year. I think with the new offensive scheme with mm, and I can't remember his name, the new offensive coordinator, and I'm going to beat myself up about I've, it. For I've got a it. If bit, you want to think about it, I can pull it up. Not Todd now. Munkin, I believe is what it is. Todd Munkin, I believe his name is. T- he should get I believe a different his name. name. Is Todd Munkin. He should. <laughs> that's a bad name. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know what name that guy, but that's that a bad name. Just me to me. It's just like, oh, get a different name, bro. You freaking kidding me? That that name sucks. Um, but I do believe his name is Todd Munkin. Um, he is known. He he, he was an offensive coordinator for uh, some teams in college. Um. But he is known to be a pass-heavy guy. And I think this scheme is going to shift to be more pass-heavy than it has in the past since we've seen in the Lamar Jackson era. Uh, And so I think the box is going to open up a little bit for J.K. Dobbins. I think that there's going to be some running lanes there. And I think J.K. Dobbins could sneaky be like a top 24 running back in fantasy this year. And you can get him, I'm pretty sure, like way later. So I think he's a pretty good value in drafts. Uh, as far as the receivers go, obviously, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, they drafted Zay Flowers. Wes, do you have a hierarchy for, like, who Like who do you think is going to get the most targets of this receiver room? Like, between Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, and Zay Flowers? Because I've seen a lot of people be very mixed on this. This is my prediction. First half of the season, all to Odell Beckham Jr. Second half of the season, all to Zay Flowers. I think you think you think Zay Flowers is going to pull in a Monra rookie. I it just feels like this is the pattern: is that talented first time rookie wide receivers that are maybe second in the depth chart or still learning to grow, they take to shape. They they take to form second half of the season. That's where you saw Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. suddenly become. The star he is. Amon Ross St. Brown became a playoff winner. Um, not everyone's Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle that are just great from week one. 
I, that's my prediction yeah. because there is still OBJ. We know that there's just excitement around his name and he's a Super Bowl champion and all this stuff. And I know Lamar and OBJ had that FaceTime. So I think for the first few weeks, it's going to look like Odell. This is this is my prediction. I think the first few weeks, people are thinking Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a fantasy winner. And I'm going to call my shot and say he's not. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a really mm-hmm. good okay. start to the season and then sell high and then... I was about to say, is this going to be your first sell high of the season? I, I think we're going to go week four after you know yeah. Odell has you know thirty five catches and three hundred and eighty yards and three touchdowns Absolutely. through four weeks. It's going to be boom go. Let's not forget Odell Beckham Jr. is thirty years old with however many knee injuries he's had. So this is he's not yeah. he's not he's not Giants OBJ. But I want to tie right. in one last thing, and then I'll, I'll give it back to you on Lamar Jackson. With uh, J.K. Dobbins, I think is definitely one of the better late draft running backs to have as a starter. Because why not have another starting running back on an NFL team? I, I know, I know, you get that offense, and they want to focus on passing, but like at least you have another running back. Like there's no reason not to take J.K. Dobbins. I'm gonna look up J.K. Dobbins ADP, ADP again while I. Get your thoughts on how, I mean, how much you want Dobbins. Does it matter with Lamar Jackson? How much is Jackson going to run? Yeah. Passing game, all that stuff. Yeah. So I I will say, I I think I could definitely see your prediction as far as the wide receiver room playing out, how how that's going to happen. I'm going to say one thing, and this guy hurt me last year, but I think when I look at this wide receiver room, tight end included. I think Rashad Bateman is the only field stretcher of the group. I think he is the only one who's going to run the 20 plus yard routes. And I think, Oh, Whoa, dude, did you just stop a sneeze? I stopped a sneeze. Yeah. I needed to listen to what you were saying. I keep going. That was incredible. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I've never seen anyone do that. That was unreal. It's gone. I don't clip nothing. it. It's going to be a social media clip, dude. It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I'm going to be hearing Quiddy on a podcast. I do. <laughs> <laughs> the sneeze, uh, Quiddy. Wow. For the for the audio only listeners, that was a really right. special ten seconds. Um, <laughs> Go watch YouTube no, if you're I listening. Think Rash- yeah, exactly. I think Rashad Bateman could be the only one who's going to be running these deeper routes. So I think he he Rashad Bateman might may have like a like a Tyler Lockett kind of season where it's like, oh, shoot, Bateman's got a 30-point game and then he's got two, like, eight-point games and then he's got, like, a 19-point game and then, like, another 30-point game and then he it's just – I think he's going to be a roller coaster with Bateman, but I do think he's going to have his week. So, listen, if you're a Bateman truther, maybe just take this as a little bit of a, a, a vote of confidence. I think if you want to – Roll with Bateman as a guy. You can. I think it's just going to be a roller coaster for you. Um, where are we at? Do we do we have, do we know J.K. Dobbins' ADP? Wes, his overall ADP is seventy two, and he's the twenty fifth running he's back. The eighth eighth round. Yeah. Okay. So he's being drafted. As, yeah. So top twenty four guy, and 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 maybe I mean if I had to guess, probably some people like Isaiah Pacheco maybe going before him. I'm not entirely sure. Oh yeah, because sure. he plays for the Chiefs. Everyone's obsessed with him. He's actually twenty three. Sure. So. Running back twenty three. Okay, so so yeah, so I mean, it's just 
take a look. See if you're interested. If it's late in the, later in the draft and you go, you know what, let me add a little bit of running back depth here. He could probably be your third running back you take, if you depending on how you go about things. And you could do a lot worse than J.K. Dobbins in this situation uh, this this year for fantasy oh, yeah. football. So, listen, that, that's that's what I've got for uh, for the Ravens, Wes, for, for us to round out this kind of this injury roundup for for the upcoming season. Anything to add? Anything else? I, I think that we did a great job. We touched on a lot of these players. I think also good just reminders for all the trollers that are listening that like, hey, remember, these were injured players. Keep that in mind. Maybe that's why you see some of these talented players that have dropped in the ADP and you're like, I thought I thought they were freaking awesome. Am I missing something? Yeah, they were injured last year. And then wondering, oh, why, why, why in the world is this player so high? Weren't they injured? Yes, they were. So this is just a good keep this in mind. Don't forget, I mean... June is is tomorrow by the time you're watching this, or two days. I don't remember how many months days are in May. I don't care. I don't pay attention to the calendar that much. Uh, but but like we're almost who, who knows dates, dude? dude. Who pays attention to the dates, dude? I'm trying to hang out with Todd Moniker, dude. Freaking leave me alone. What am I? What am I? What am I in grade school? I need to know the date nowadays. What's going on here? Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Tuesday. Freaking leave me alone, dude. Anyway, okay. Point being. Just reminders for all these players. I hope this helps for everyone. I love it. Great job, Noah. This was fun. Very casual, easy yeah, breezy. I took my shirt yeah, off. This was such it. a relaxed episode. Dude, you took your shirt off. I, I forgot that happened. How could I ever? Um, <laughs> listen, what an episode it's been. Thank you guys for tuning in. Real quick, just to let you guys know, we're going to take a quick break after this episode. We're going to take a week off. I'll let you know myself personally. Got a family vacation. I'm going to in Georgia with my family. It's been a long time since we've all gotten together, just the core group of us. And so really excited about that. Excited to spend some time with them. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take one week off. There will be no episode next week, but we will be back June 12th for a brand new hot spanking episode and a little tease that may or may not be coming up our first mock draft of the season you guys might 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 be coming up soon might be coming up soon so tune in june 12th to see if that's going to be the mock draft episode or if you got to wait one more week we'll wait and see but in doing that make sure you subscribe ring that bell leave a comment below let us know is marquise brown going to explode without deandre hopkins there is javante williams knee going to explode if he takes another snap What's going to happen in the backfield of Denver? What is going to happen with Odell Beckham Jr.? What's the wide receiver room for Baltimore going to look like? Let us know what you think. Let us know if you agree or disagree in the comments below. Wes, I think we also got a comment that last week we missed a celebrity cameo. Do you want to hit us with one real quick in the outro? Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'll just do Carl Weezer again because I freaking, why not? Okay, great, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to read our outro again. <laughs> make, okay. Make Tiny the Troll smile by leaving us a like and follow us on our socials down below. <laughs> wow, that was incredible. <laughs> Do all of that. My name is Noah Selby. I'm Wes Selby. And we will see you guys on June 12th. This has been 4th and Troll Fantasy. Have fun in Georgia, Noah.